Hey, good morning, everyone. So, we have something special this morning. If you look around the room, you probably notice that it's a little full, and that's because we have all of our kids with us, which is super fun and super exciting. Thank you for being ex excited. Um, our one person of you know, excitement here to have our kids with us. But if you are in here and you are a kid, I'm going to ask you guys to move forward, and you guys can come sit right on the floor with Miss Steph and Miss Noel, and come sit right, right up close. I promise I'll behave myself. Hi. So, I don't know all of your names. Okay, this is actually really funny. It's all girls, which I'm not used to because our youth group is like all boys. And so looking down here, I'm like, oh, yes, we have girls coming. This is so exciting. I love all of my boys, but this is so amazing to see all of our girls here this morning. So if you guys don't know me, I'm Nikki, and I'm the pastor of our students here. And I'm so excited that you guys get to be with us. Um, last week, we started our summer series that was titled, That'll Leave a Mark. And we're looking at God's character. And last week, we talked about hesed and how do we display hesed to those around us. And we want to ask this question of, who is the God that forms our character? Well, the character trait we want to talk about, which David talked about, is creativity. Creativity, right? Our God is a really creative God. And creative, it means marked by the ability or power to create. And so, kids, I have a question for you that I'm going to ask you, and Miss Steph is actually going to have you guys answer. I know, you guys get to interact with me, it's fun. So the question I'm gonna ask you kids is this question. How many of you are creative? How many of you are creative? Raise your hand. Every single one of you, yes. Okay. Now here's the thing, adults. Kids, you wanna look around? Adults, how many of you are creative? Okay, not as many, not as many. Still, still decent, still decent, okay? I, I appreciate that, okay? Maybe you guys looked around the room, right? You guys are laughing. You're like, oh, I'm creative, right? Is it fun to be creative? Yeah. yeah. Do you guys like to be creative? Yeah. Well, I knew that Miss Natalie, she likes to be creative. And Miss Natalie is going into third grade. And I knew that she loves to draw. And so I was like, hey, Natalie, can you draw a picture for me? So this is what she came up with. This is her amazing, amazing, beautiful drawing. Isn't that so wonderful? Right? Like, we got the surfer, we got a sand castle, beach ball, like, somebody's even on the sand underneath that, and I was looking at it closer, and I was like, okay, they're wearing a bathing suit. I don't know about you, but that's real impressive to be able to draw the detail of a bathing suit. Plus, there's fish in the waves. Oh, yeah. Right? You see all the fish? It's great. I love it. Um, and so I just said, well... I can do that. That looks easy enough. How many of you guys think you guys could draw that? How many of you kids do you think you could draw that? Okay, a couple of you, right? Or at least try. How many of you could at least try to draw it? There we go, all of you. Great. That's what we want. So I was like, oh, I got this. I can do this. 
And um, this is what I came up with. This is my. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, you, it's fine. You can laugh. I, I just, I was with Madison last night, and we were just laughing because if you look at it closely, one, the guy underneath the umbrella is like levitating. He's just floating. Um, I'm pretty sure that instead of waves, it's like blue fire flames. I, I don't know. The cloud is just just floating there, right? It's what is it? It looks like a dog face and then little ears. Oh, it looks. Oh, okay. So apparently we have a dog that is surfing on some blue flames, right? Okay. No, the blue flames are the dogs. Oh, the blue flames are the dogs. Oh, yes. The, Our kids just reminded us that they are creative and can take a simple beach picture and turn it into a dog with some eyes and some ears. Like, I, I did not see that at all. So, and a nose. Thank you so much for doing that here. Whew. Okay. Yeah, you guys can keep talking about it. That's fine. Um, which one is better, kids? Mine or Natalie's? Natalie's. Okay, great. It's fine. It's good. It's good to do that, right? But the question I have for you, is it good to compare? Because I looked at Natalie's and I was like, I'm not creative. God didn't create in me a creative bone. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. Should I just give up? No. no? You need to keep on practicing and then you're good at perfect. Keep on. You don't have to do who, who, Okay, what is your name? Marielle. Marielle, okay. You wanna, I think she needs to come up here and share out. Okay, so Marielle, come here. Come here, Monet, come here, so that people on live stream can see. This is Marielle. She is the one who is telling us all of those creative things. So, Miss Steph, can you? I'm going to ask her a question. Marielle, what should I do instead of comparing myself to Miss Natalie? You should um, try to keep on practicing, and then when you get it better, you can um, try, it to even try to get it even better and better and better then it's just gonna be the best. Great, thank you. Okay, come and here, Miss Layla, come over here. You said she doesn't have to be good at art, so. You don't just have to do art, you can do, you can do other stuff than just art. What? Really? What kind of other things? Like you can practice on other things, and then you can see like how you can create, like, like if you're active, and then you can create like a dance move. Great. Can you give her a hand? Thank you, Ms. I don't think I need to, I don't think I need to dance. No. You don't want to see me dance. I can, this is, like, that was my stress reliever in college, is my friends and I would blast Disney music and we would just interpretive dance to Disney dance songs. So, um, yes, you guys are so correct. That there are other things that I could be creative at. And I want to share with you that I am creative at other things. My dad growing up, he gave me a tool belt. And he was like, hey, these are the different things that you can do. And anytime he was doing a project around the house, I was always there right by him. I had a hammer in hand, I had some nails, I had my own little mini tool belt, because that was a lot of fun for me because I like to work with my hands. And I like to take different pieces of wood. Um, my mom and dad have a cabin, and so I'll take scrap pieces of wood from there 
and I'll create things. I created um, these bookshelves um, for my nephew, um, and so he needed like a creative um, art corner to hold all of his art supplies. So I was like, okay, I'll find a picture. I'll get that done, that's fine. And then the other thing that I created is in seminary I needed a desk and it wasn't to like the right specifications. And so I was like, oh, okay, we'll just get some um, random wood, I'll stain it, put some legs on it. So it's all just scrap material that I found on our property that I just put all together. And the other way I am creative is baking and cooking. How many of you kids like to bake? How many of you like to eat food? Okay, all of us, yeah. Okay, eating, I think, is a creative expression as well. Um, anyway, yeah, so some of the things I like to make is I like to make homemade bread, and those are garlic knots, and then I also like to make pasta sauce, and so it just sits on the stovetop for like eight hours, and my husband's just like, when can I eat this? Because the smells, right, just go in the house. So those are two different ways that I like to be creative, is using... He loves to make bread too, that is so awesome. See, we have common things, right? But we're being creative, like I said, in those different ways. And I know that you guys have been learning about a word this month. What's, do you guys remember what the word is? Confidence, right? So, learning to see yourself the way God sees you. So I wanna ask you this question is, what are you creative at? Miss Steph, will you, what are you creative at? Can someone raise their hand and share with Miss Steph what they're creative at? Um, my name's Lily, and I'm really good at knitting. So I'm knitting a scarf currently. Oh, very cool. My name's Jaden, and I'm creative at making gymnastics dances. Um, my name is Amy, and I am creative at baking, I guess. <laughs> yes. Um, my name is Muriel, and I like to draw people. I'm creative at making handshakes. <laughs> oh, yes, handshakes. I like it. My name's Michaela, and I'm really, really good at art. At art, very cool. So we all said different things because we're all creative in different ways. And so we are learning to see ourselves the way God sees you. And the way that God sees you is that he sees you all as artistic individuals because he created you. And I think that that is so incredible. So you guys wanna know what you guys get to do this morning? What? Okay, what are these? And what is this? What do, put all of this together and what do we get? Painting. Painting, yes. Watercolor. So you guys are going to go back into your classroom and you guys get to create some watercolor pieces. Miss Steph has brought some of her mom's paintings and you guys are going to look at that and you guys get to go and be creative. And then at the end of service, you guys get to know you guys want to know what you get to do? What? You're going to bring it back here and put it on the tables for all of us to see what you guys just created. Yeah? yeah? Okay, 
So can someone come and grab this? Because you guys are going to need this. Oh, I love all the helpers. Look at this. You can hold those. Great. Perfect. And you guys are dismissed, and you guys can go have fun being creative. Go have fun. Thanks for joining us, you guys. I love having kids in here. So, you know, youth last week, kids this week. Who knows what Rebecca's going to bring next week. I don't know. It's 4th of July. Some fireworks might be good. I don't know. Yeah. So as, as we continue this series and looking at God, our creator, as a creative God, we want to explore this question of how are we creative when our God is a creator? What does that look like in our own lives? I find it really, really fascinating um, because in a lot of different cultures, creation was made out of violence, out of chaos, pleasing their own God. But we see in Genesis that this isn't true. We read, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So God created mankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. But it doesn't stop there. It goes on and says, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. It was very good. God looked at all of the creation, and he saw that it was good. And like I said, it's, it's fascinating because in, in the other creation stories, it was out of violence. It was out of chaos. But when our God created, he was like, hey, I'm going to create something beautiful for all of us to enjoy. And he could have made a really boring environment with just everything black and white, like an old school picture frame, and we just walk around and probably wouldn't know any different. But God created ex nihilo, meaning out of nothing. He created out of nothing. He took this blank canvas and he created it for us to enjoy. He created scenic lakes and big mountains and vast deserts and put this all together in this beautiful canvas that forms our creation. That is so incredible for us. Right? He created beauty and he created variety for us to enjoy, for us to be inspired by. And I think that that is an incredible, incredible gift for each and every single one of us. Because creation inspires us. I know it does for me. I love getting out in nature and just looking around and seeing the complexity of what God has designed for us. Right? Creation is a display of God's creativity. He is the first artist. He was the first one. He created everything around us. Creativity comes from God because he was the first creator. And from the beginning, God intended our human work as a form of creativity under or alongside others and alongside his own creativity. We're inspired by his creativity. 
Well, we also read in Psalm 19 that not only do we worship and display his creative works, but the heavens do as well. Psalm 19, 1 reads, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Psalm 19 is a creation psalm, giving God the glory and the praise for what he has done, for what he has created. It's a continual outcry of nature pouring forth their praise and their glory to God. So we're not the only ones that are praising and glorifying God because of his creation. Right? The heavens are doing that from now forward. It's an expanded testimony to God as our creator of the heavens and the earth and everything that's in them. They declare the glory of God. They proclaim his beautiful and inspiring work. And every time we look up at the heavens, whether it's during the day or whether it's during the night, we get this wordless powerful message of God's greatness, of God's glory, of God's creativity. When was the last time at night you laid on the grass or you sat in a chair and you just looked up at the stars? When was the last time you did that? It's hard to do that here in the city, right? There's a lot of light around us. That's why I love removing myself so that I can just See his creation where I'm not distracted by the things around me and I can just focus on his creation and proclaim his creativity. Another psalm that testifies to God's creativity is Psalm 139, starting in verse 13. For you created my inmost being, You knit me together in my mother's womb. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth. The psalmist here uses a really fascinating word. They use knit. And it's actually woven, as you see later in the verse, woven together. And I think that this is such a beautiful image of our artistic God beautifully, intricately weaving all of us together from when we were born. Right? You can just just picture this, of this woven cloth with different colored threads, of a weaver with an artist full of color, creating all of these patterns, and you see God's love, and you see God's care. In that. Our creative God, who is full of creativity, he has intri- intrinsically woven all of us together into a beautiful, beautiful creation. We are a work of art that God has created to do good works. Do you believe that you are a work of art? Do you believe that? Knowing our God is a creative God, what have we 
been called to do. What, what are we going to do with this? Well, creativity is a communicable character trait of God, which that's a really, really big fancy word that I learned in seminary. So it's like, ooh, let's just stick in a fancy word right here, right? So communicable, all that really means is that because we are made in the image of God, we also get to display these character traits as God does. We all have creativity within us. Maybe it's been suppressed. Maybe we just haven't really believed that about ourselves. But creativity is in each and every single one of us. And God is the one who gifts us with creativity. He's the one that gives all of us certain gifts for us to utilize for his glory and for others. Because we were created to create. We were created to create. How cool is that? That's what we were intended to do. And in Exodus 35, we're given an account of all the materials needed to build the tabernacle. And so we're given this long description of all the things that are needed to be gathered and all of that. Well, starting in verse 31, we read how God has chosen Beazal and Oholiab to be the general contractors for this building project. And so let's read now this account of this. Then Moses said to the Israelites, See, the Lord has chosen Beazal, son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled them with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of artistic crafts. And he has both, and he has given both him and Oholiab, son of Ahizamach, of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach others. He has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as engravers, designers, embroiderers, in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, and weavers, all of them skilled workers and designers. I think that this is a beautiful, beautiful picture, and one of the first times we see an individual filled with this artistic gift that the Holy Spirit has given them. And we see that there are different ways for them to express their creative manner, right? These creative abilities included intelligence, it included knowledge, it included skill in their craft, all of these different creative gifts to be used for God's glory, to be used to share with others, to say, hey, look at what he has gifted me with. I now get to go and do something about it. And through my creative expression, because I have been made in his image, I get to go be creative and I get to go create and use those skills and use those abilities. And the other thing about this is that they don't just keep those skills to themselves. They go and teach others. 
They go and share with others this unique gift. And so how are we using our creativity to display God's creative side and to share with others how we can be creative together? Right? We are God's workmanship, and we're created for the purpose of glorifying God in good works. The Apostle Paul wrote about this in his letter to the church of Ephesus as well. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 reads, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And the verse that I want to focus on here is verse 10. You see it's highlighted, handiwork. The Greek word for handiwork is poema, which it means that which is made work can have a connotation of a work of art, especially a poetic product. It's actually only used twice in the New Testament. And this is the really, really cool thing. We are a poetic product of God. We're designed and we're created to create. Right? We're his handiwork. This is where the English word poetry comes from. And Paul's readers would have really understood this concept because of the philosophical and the artistic basis. When God creates, he creates poetically, he creates creatively. And we saw that in Psalm 139 where he knitted us together, where he wove us together, because we are his poetic expression of his creativity. And unlike everything else within creation, we're given the ability to recognize this beauty, this poetry, and to behold God's handiwork like we read in Psalm 19. We get to do that. And when we participate in creativity, we're given a unique insight into the nature of God's work in and through all creation. And the neat thing about this, creativity comes in a variety of ways, just like our kids said. That's why I think kids' minds are so fantastic and where we can learn so much from them. I didn't even have to prompt them about that. They're like, oh, just do something else. Okay, great, thank you. I'm gonna you know, go sit in with you and learn some more life lessons from you. Right, creativity comes in a variety of ways. It's not just music, it's not just drama, it's not just dance, the typical artistic expressions that our culture says are creative. We all have some level of creativity because we're made in the image of God. Did you catch that? We are all creative because we are made in his image. I didn't say because you're an artist or because you're a dancer or because you're a musician you are creative. I said every single one of us is creative. Lean into that and believe that. Because I think that creativity of humankind is an essential component of our human nature. We have all been marked by the ability or power to create. It's just going to look different from how I express it and from how you express it. Because we're all made differently. 
Some create designs for cars, others create vaccines, or some take black dots on a page and create and compose a symphony from that, while some simply create order by cleaning up their closets. Right? That's a craft of creativity of organization. Not everybody has it. Or by providing creative puns or using their words to inspire and create change in the world. We can all have a creative bent in us. It just determines how we look at it. How are we going to look at it? And what do all these things have in common? We're using our gifts, we're using our creativity to solve a problem. Right? When we use our creativeness, we're solving something. Ben and I, we go to Kenya once a year, and we help lead an art and drama camp each year. And we teach the kids that they can be creative no matter where they are, no matter what they have been given, because the kids that we are with, they live in the slums, and they have virtually nothing. And yet, when we went to the art and drama camp, we gave them just a simple cleaning bucket and two drumsticks. And they went to town. And it was the most amazing thing ever. And so I want to share with you guys what they came up with when we gave them buckets and drumsticks. Most of their buckets by this point were completely broken, but they just kept going. And a lot of them just were like, oh, let's just turn it on, you know, its side instead of this way, or let's try it playing it on the inside. And it was just so fun for us to, to see them create. For them, it just beforehand, where they're like, I don't, I can't play an instrument, I can't do this. And then by the end of it, they're like, oh, well, we could take this and we could create music from that, or we could do this and create something from that all because their mind sh mindset shifted. And that's what we got to do as well. Right? Just like God created out of nothing, these kids and us, we manipulate the raw materials that we're given, and we create out of it. We create a new work that expresses ourselves. And that's what we get to do as well. The unfortunate thing, though, is somewhere along the lines, our creativity has been stifled as we've grown up. It's been stifled. There is not one child I haven't met that doesn't think they're creative, right? Every single one of them raised their hands instantly when I said, are you creative? They all think that they're creative. So then where have we gone wrong? Where has that creative mindset gone? Where do we need to incorporate more freedom into our lives? Well, I would say that comparison and perfection have hindered our creativity. Right? Comparison is the thief of joy. That's what President Teddy Roosevelt said. Comparison is the thief of joy. And when we begin to compare like I did with Natalie's picture, I hinder my creative ability God has given me. I begin to doubt that God's creation, that I am not good enough. 
that my artist, that my creator isn't good enough? Like, ouch, when we say that about ourselves, when we doubt ourselves, it's not good. It just pulls us further away from what we have been designed to do, and that is to create. As Pablo Picasso said, every child is an artist. The problem is to remain an artist once they grow up. That's our problem. And so I'll say this again. Are we not all creative? We need a fresh perspective on what creativity needs. For when we create, when we make and form and mold and craft, we open ourselves up to these three things, that we're created by a master artist, and that everything in the universe speaks to that artistry. That our faith is strengthened not only by what we know, but also by the countless points of contact in creation that reveal God's grace. So what's our move then? What can we do to channel our inner creativity that God has given us to utilize? I'd say take some time this week, go out, admire his creation, to examine and explore and appreciate God's handiwork, his creativity for us, to see the colors, to see the angles, the arrangement, the lines, the detailing. Go out and look. Take a walk with him. Right, get out in nature. That's, that's where I get inspired. Go out in nature. Go sit with him. It'll be good for you. Be still. It's really hard for us to be still. Right, the noise of our culture hinders us. We have to unplug and allow him to speak to us where he's leading us to be creative. Maybe it's finishing a project at home that you've set aside and you're like, oh, I can't finish that. Maybe it's being creative out in your yard. Maybe it's just sitting out in nature and appreciating that. The other thing is, is this summer, we have several different creative art events that we're doing. Out on the table, you guys, when you guys leave, is our art and concert festival that's happening on July 17th. And this is a way for us to gather different artists, different people in our community, and to share that artistic skill that God has given us to utilize. Because we want to be a body that is creative. We want to be known by our creativeness. And so a few questions to help guide us this week as we explore our creative abilities. The first one is, do I have room for creativity? Am I allowing, am I allowing myself space to be creative? Am I giving myself space to do that? Am I giving myself freedom to do that? The next one, where do you sense God calling you to be creative? I know for the longest time when I would create and I would fail, I would just be like, well, I'm a failure. I can't do that. Well, I'll just give up. It's like, no, we can learn from that. We can try again, or we can say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not real creative at that, but... I'm creative at this. And then the last one is, how are you going to create space to be creative this week? What's that going to look like? What's that space going to look like? 
So let's dare to be creative, to take the time to explore new ways of doing the same old things. To be children again, to be full of freedom to create as our creator God has done. And so I want to end with this. How many of you are creative? How many of you are creative? You can answer it. You can raise your hand. Okay? If you haven't yet raised your hand, think about it. What is holding you back from being creative? Because God, as we are made in his image, are made to be creative because we serve a creative God. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your creativity. Thank you for the ways you have made us to express your goodness. God, may we, as we go about our day, as we go about our week, that we would just lean into our creativity. Thank you for the ways that you have blessed us, and may you go before us and just surround us with your love. Amen.